Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that explores personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie of ambitious vampires fights to carve out their turf in a fictional Appalachia dominated by ancient monsters. I'm Russell, and I play Gordon, the paranoid Lasombra. This is Nick, and I play Jason, the safe-cracking Bantu Akeem. This is Ben, playing Tommaso, the slightly scarred Putinesca. And Josh, playing Clear Visions, the camera-jamming Toreador. Hey, I'm Mike. I'll be your storyteller this evening. Why don't you guys tell us what happened last time on Monster Game Night? Clear Visions and his gang broke into an anthropology museum. It was just a whole deal. I had to have Teresa block a camera, and Tommaso beat up a guy. I kind of feel bad for him. While inside, Jason discovered the chalice was replaced with a fake, and the research was falsified. In looking at this, he also figured out the real chalice was hidden in a restricted vault. We managed to get into the elevator, and there's three vault doors down in this basement for some reason. Real high security for an anthropology center, if you ask me. Got through the first one, but got stuck at the second. Well, attempting to open the second, Jason realized that it is alarmed. And on the other side is some kind of dark presence. Meanwhile, Gordon received a phone call from Tommaso asking for his help with tonight's events. To set the scene, we open up in the vault beneath the Jamestown Anthropology Museum. Our coterie is standing in a room filled with artifacts from various eras and various civilizations. All of them have the theme of death and rebirth. No real rhyme or reason to where they're from. No real information on who crafted them or time period, but they do all have that in common. Jason is standing at the door to a second vault. He's spent the last 10 minutes putting in the code and just retracted the latches. Tommy stepped out into the hall and jammed the elevator doors open. Clear Visions is standing in the vault next to Jason. Gordon, you arrive at the Anthropology Center, driving the church's hearse because it's the only vehicle that will start for you. And as you arrive, you notice that there's a lot of flashing red and blue lights headed your way. I'm going to park the hearse like a little ways away and then sneaky, sneaky myself in. The area around the Anthropology Center is well manicured and perhaps not beautiful, but carefully maintained, really nice lawn, carefully trimmed shrubs. The center itself, though, it's somewhat hard to enter. It is almost brutalist style architecture. Uh, smooth cement walls at very sharp right angles to each other. The windows are small slits that a person could not actually squeeze through. You notice that there are cameras positioned all around it, but they don't make any sense where they're facing right now. They're facing up to the sky. Someone clearly wants to do some stargazing tonight. So Gordon walks up and starts looking for a way in. There's the most obvious entrance. You see there is the front door, and there is also a... What looks like some kind of a freight dock. Gordon's going to go look at the freight dock and see if it's open or what it looks like. 
Gordon walks around the side of the building down a small flight of stairs and finds himself standing at the freight dock. The door does appear to be locked. There is also a large roll-up door beside it. What do you wish to do? I'm going to check the roll-up door. It is also locked. Okay, I'm going to attempt to break in with my burglary skills. Give me a roll of dexterity plus burglary. That is four successes. Gordon finds that the roll-up door itself is a pretty secure piece of equipment. This anthropology center, in fact, was built to be difficult to breach. However, the latch on the floor of it appears to be slightly rusted, and Gordon realizes that with a little bit of ingenuity, he can force it to wiggle open. The door rolls up. Gordon finds himself standing in a garage with white cinder block walls, poured concrete floors, various crates and boxes scattered about. There's a flight of stairs leading up to a yellow painted metal door. I'm going to go up the stairs. Gordon climbs the stairs. Do you open the door? Does the door like have a window I can see through? Yeah, it does. What do I see through it? You see the interior of the anthropology museum. It is soft gray carpeting, very nice, soft down lighting with bright lights shined onto the various exhibits. And that's also when Gordon notices that there is a very soft ringing sound that is slowly getting louder. Can determine where the ringing sound is coming from? You can. You gather it's coming from some direction to your right, down a hallway. I'm going to go towards that. You ease the door open, and you see that the ringing sound is coming from what looks like an elevator. It looks like there's an alarm sounding from it. I'm going to... First of all, I'm going to try the button on the elevator, but I don't think it's going to work. There's a shuddering sound, and nothing happens. Yeah, so then I'm going to... Cut back to Jason and Tommaso. Jason, Tommaso, as the second vault door begins to open, you remember, of course, that this was clearly alarmed. Clear Visions discovered that. You also hear a hiss of air pressure being released. The first vault door begins to swing shut. You have a moment to decide what you wish to do. So Tommaso, you are standing in the hallway outside of the first vault, jamming the doors of the elevator open. As this begins, you hear a rush of air as hydraulics trigger and the first vault door begins to slowly swing closed. You can hear mechanisms and gears creaking as it shuts. What do you wish to do? So, with an idea of the environment in mind, there is the cage to the elevator right there next to me, right? Yes. All right. How hard would it be for me to rip the cage off and try to use that to keep the vault door open? Ooh, that's going to be fairly hard, but let's go for it. Give me a roll of strength plus athletics. Okay. This is actually going to take two rolls, though. All right. While this is happening, Jason notices that wisps of fog have begun to billow out from the second vault door and that it's seemingly opening of its own accord. I cover my mouth and duck behind a pillar. Duck out of the way, and you also hear the vault door closing. Tommaso? got hungrier. Worth it. Oh, wait, I have a crit in there, too. It is a total of eight successes. Eight successes? Holy shit. It is no problem for Tommaso to dig his fingers in, take this cage, 
and crumple it like just a piece of aluminum foil and rip it off of the elevator. Now I need you to make one more roll. This is your dexterity and your athletics to place the cage before the vault door finishes closing. I can't rest for this. I'm at four hunger now. Oh, shit. Uh, dexterity athletics. So that gives me like four dice. Oh, here we go. It's three successes. Three successes is not enough to do this. Do you want to succeed at a cost? Yeah. That cost is going to be that Tommaso is able to place this frame in the vault door to prevent it from closing, but it's not going to be very secure and it could be removed at a very inconvenient moment. Okay, noted. Tommaso is able to slip it inside. Are you staying in the hallway or in the vault? Can I fit around it? I think that you have to decide as you put it in. I don't think that it's something you can... I'd say since it's not that secure, I would be able to like fit under it. Like I threw it in the top and I'd be able to crawl underneath. All right. So you can get past it. You're not sure how many times you can do that. All right. Whatever we got to do, we got to do it quick. That's not going to hold. And I motion, cover your mouth. What? Pointing back at the fog coming in the room. fuck. (laughs) Wisps of fog begin to fill the first vault and the light fades as the first door closes. A few moments pass in silence. The fog billows out and fills the room. And then there is a burst of red light along the vault door. I need Tommaso, Jason, and Clear Visions to give me a roll of Composure Resolve. Gordon, you stand there for a good long while letting the elevator ignore you. It's clearly not coming. So with my lethal body, would you say that I could rip the doors open or at least pry them open? I don't think that would actually take lethal body. I think it's really not that hard to pull a pair of elevator doors open. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to pull them open and I'm going to grab the cable. Okay. And start like sliding down the cable. Climbing down a metal cable is quite a feat to accomplish. Although I feel like there's probably an elevator. There's got to be a ladder nearby, right? Like in every game, there's always ladders nearby. Well, yeah, if it's an elevator shaft, they'd need to have some kind of like maintenance kind of thing. Okay, so then I would just climb down the ladder. I don't want to hear from you elevator engineers, by the way. Yeah, because I'm about to break that even more. See, I read his mind. You drop to the bottom of the elevator shaft and you can see that the elevator is blocking your way from being able to open the doors up and enter the basement. Yeah, because like I'm on top of the elevator, right? Yep. There's an access hatch there that I'm going to pop open. Okay. And I'm going to drop down into the elevator. You drop down. You are faced with a long, sterile white hallway. It has white tiles. The vinyl tiles are very institutional, school-like. You see that there is a single office with a, a wooden door The name on the door of the office is Devin Wheeler. And inside of that office, you can see a man has been tied to a chair and rendered unconscious. You also see he's sitting at like a folding table with a laptop in front of him. And there's nothing else in this room. He's human, right? He's unconscious. Either a vampire in torpor or something else. Is there a stake in him? No. I would like to feed from 
<laughs> like, I just want to slake one hunger. Okay. So it's going to be a quick feeding. Okay. You slake one hunger? Then I want to go look at the laptop and see what's on the laptop. The laptop, you can see, it's been uh, left unlocked right now. And the most recent thing pulled up on it is a text document that has a list of codes for vaults 1A, 1B, and 1C. The codes get progressively longer. I'm going to look for a piece of paper and write the codes down. You write them down. And at this point, the alarm that's been sounding has gotten extremely loud. And you also begin to hear the sound of more cars pulling up and more sirens. This little excursion has clearly not gone unnoticed. Cut back. Jason, Tommaso, what were your results? Do I get a bonus for being hidden behind the pillar? You do not. Well, I got four successes. Two. Are you kidding me? Clear Vision's got zero successes. Oh boy. Tommaso, you feel much the same as the effect of crossing the Wildcat River that you experienced? Fuck. This time, though, you hold strong. Does not affect you. Jason, you feel the ward very similar to the Wildcat River. A veil of red light twists itself around you, and your hunger increases by one. Oh, shit. Clear Visions, you felt this before, when you crossed the river into Jamestown. We watch as the red light pours out from the vault and twists itself around Clear Vision's body, lifting him up into the air, and we see a stream of a red ribbon pouring from his open mouth. Clear Visions, you feel the beast rise within you. You feel yourself totally depleted of Vitae. Your hunger increases to five and you slip into torpor. Oh. Well, what? I uh, didn't expect that one. Well, boys, you'll have to go without me. <sighs> okay, please dramatically carry me from this scene. <laughs> oh, God. As you raise your eyes from this flash of red light, you look in and you see a very different scene from the vault you're standing in now. The floor changes from soft carpet to black marble. There is lighting inside of it. You see, in fact, industrial spotlights have been brought in here, and they are shining, cranked up as bright as they can go, and they are completely failing to penetrate this mist that seems to fill the room. It's only dimly lit despite all of the bright lighting inside. You see at the center of it, there is a plinth, has a chalice resting on it, a golden chalice that has various markings carved upon it. You also see that the walls themselves have different objects hanging from them. You see a bronze sword hanging from one. You see a clay jug hanging by a leather strap on another, and a black collar hanging nearby. There is also a very ornate gold vault door on the other side of the room. The sense of occult power has grown much stronger. All right, kid, you better get to work. I don't think we got a lot of time here. I gotta see if I can wake the old man up. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I thought you were, like, Mr. Occult Kid. What What's going on here? What's the nearest object next to me? This is weird. There's a small wooden shelf that has what look like scalpels and sheets resting upon it. What else is there? Across the way, there are... The objects I described before, what are you hoping to do? 
I need something heavy enough to throw. What do you have to throw? You've got stuff on you. <laughs> Come on. Jason's not dumb. Throw your sword. I'm throwing my sword. Throw your guitar. Come on, Desperado. It's time. Throw a book. <laughs> <laughs> throw knowledge at it. It'll just be odd job. Throw the hat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Jason throws the hat <laughs> <laughs> at the chalice. At the chalice. Are you intending to hit the chalice? <laughs> uh, yeah. How many dots do you have in dexterity plus resolve? Plus resolve? Yeah. Five? The hat sails through the fog. You see the wisps of air around it get disturbed by its passage. The hat knocks into the chalice. The chalice falls to its side, rolls off the plinth that's holding it, and lands on the black marble floor with a crash. What are you trying to do? Break that thing? Just trying to make sure there's nothing else trapped on there. All right, I'm going for it. Make it quick. I dash in. You step in. You see now that the vault door behind you, it's surrounded on the walls by lettering in red, obviously made with smeared blood to create I stop. the ward. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to investigate this ward? Yes. Give me a roll of intelligence plus a cult. Gordon, you lift your head from your meal, having written down the codes. What do you wish to do? I'm going to continue down the hallway. You come to a vault door that has been jammed open with the crumpled remains of what was once some kind of cage. What do you wish to do? I'm going to gingerly go around it. Give me a roll of dexterity plus, I think this is athletics again, to get past it is the best roll I got for you. Comporting your body, though I'm open to something else. Maybe performance? Awareness or stealth? Yeah. I'll take dexterity stealth. Oh. Meet you in the middle. Why do you think I said it? How many dice do you have in this roll? At least seven. That is not enough to just get it. Okay, hold on, hold on. I take that back. I have nine because of Shadow Cloak. Let him roll it. Okay, yeah, so it's nine then. I get hungrier, so now it's 11. God, that was... I'm going to spend a willpower on this. Yeah, that was Jesus bad. Christ. <laughs> That's better. Six successes. It's really not very hard for Gordon to slip past without disturbing the crumbled bit of metal that is holding the vault door open. As an added bonus... No one else has any idea that you're in here. I do need you to roll Composure plus Resolve. As Gordon enters, he feels a familiar effect. A similar ward that he felt when crossing the Wildcat River. Three successes. Three successes. Gordon's hunger increases by one. For hunger crew. <laughs> Jason, what was your result? I, I crit for six. Crit on six successes. Are any of those criticals on your hunger dice? Nope. Okay. That is not a messy critical. The ward that is drawn on here, you notice that it has elements that are extremely similar to what probably formed the ward that surrounds Jamestown with an added element. This one is clearly made to block out spirits as well. The interesting thing, it's meant to stop spirits from leaving, not from entering. You notice that those same symbols are repeated on the gold vault door as well. This room's a cage. There's something being held inside here. Um, well, do we have... T I, 
I don't think we have time to worry about that. Can we just grab the chalice and get out of here? Listen, I'm going to try to get the old man out the door here, so... Okay, yeah, you go ahead. Walk right through there. No. Just go pick it up. No. No, don't, don't... This isn't the time to fuck around, okay? Figure it out. Uh, right. Do I know a way to... Fuck, if I break this, whatever's in there is getting out. All right, fine. Fuck you, then. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a way for me to break this? Give me a roll of... I think intelligence plus blood sorcery. See if you can break it. Three. You can weaken it. You're pretty sure that you can lessen the effect of it, but it is not going to be entirely broken. Motherfucker, these guys are going to let me go in and I'm not going to be able to get out. Point of order real fast. You said that the ward was designed for ghosts, right? Not kindred. Ah. He said both. It's both. Is it both? Okay. (laughs) Drinking a blood bag. Your hunger reduces by one, and you are stepping through. Yep. You step in. The lights in the room go dark. The swirling mist gets thicker, and you see that along the walls now, torches light. You can see that the sword that is resting on the wall is glimmering in the light, and that a small trickle of blood has begun to run down its edge. You see that the jug that is planted on the wall has a crack running down it, and droplets of blood are running off of it. And you see that the collar has also begun to drip blood. The chalice at the center has begun to fill. From what source, who could possibly say? Well, it's just laying there on the floor? Yeah, just laying there on the floor. So is there blood spilling out on the floor? It is, yeah. It's filling it and kind of running out across the tile. I'm going to touch this blood, and I'm going to taste it. Are you using your... Taste for blood. Taste for blood. It's fucking gross. This blood tastes... <laughs> you don't get to talk. You're not the one that's in here. Better than anything you have ever tasted. This comes from a kindred, but not just a kindred. This is a kindred that was something more, something stronger, something older. This is good. If you had to guess a generation for it, at least fourth generation. This is too good. Jason's actually scared for once. <laughs> you also notice that the glyphs on the golden door, they've begun to light up as though there's some kind of ethereal fire pouring out of them. Ah, oh, shit. Right. I'm going to first grab the sword. It is a bronze sword with a pretty short hilt, pretty short overall. It's about 18 inches long. This feels right. Then I grab the chalice, and I run. Okay. I'm trying to get out of here. (laughs) You reach the ward, and like a metal chain, the chalice is jerked from your hands and pulled back to its plinth. You see for a moment there's a shimmering burst of light as something is binding the chalice to this place. I swing my sword at it. It's a nice sword, sort of. It's a really shitty old sword, actually. (laughs) Instead of going, it goes, (laughs) (laughs) fuck, this isn't working. I try to grab it again. (laughs) The same thing happens. What are Tommaso and Gordon doing? What does Gordon see? Gordon sees clear visions collapse to the floor in one corner. He sees Tommaso standing guard, and he can see that he's standing in a room filled with old relics from many different... There's no rhyme or reason to what civilizations these are from. They're just from many different ones. They don't really have any sort of common design or material or languages upon them. 
Can I, can I see through the vault door to the second room? You can, yes, you can. You see Jason running with the chalice towards you and a ethereal light jerking it back. What the hell was that? Get, are you playing some magic trick? Oh, yes, I'm just having a blast in here. Why don't you come on in and help? It's a fun game. I don't appreciate the sarcasm. I got problems of my own out here. Yeah, what, what the hell are you doing out there? I'm going to get clear out the other side. He's not going to be waking up for a little bit. Boys, boys. Whoa, okay. whoa. The fuck did you come from? <laughs> I just came in the door. You didn't You didn't mess with that thing, did you? No. Okay, good. Fine. Good, good, because that's basically the only thing that's allowing us to get out of here. All right. Gordon, glad you came. Scaredy pants out there. It's got me stuck in here. I need help. The hell did you... Listen. The chalice is right here, but I can't get it out. Why don't you try try the other door? I'll I'll shout out the numbers for you. You know, I can't hear you very well out there. <laughs> well, it makes no sense for two of us to be trapped. You motherfuckers. I swear to God, I'm going to kill them all. You could try it at any point if you want. Bring it on. At this moment, you begin to hear voices coming from outside the hall. Right now, it only sounds like two of them. You can hear them talking to each other. Do you see that? Who crumpled that up? I'll be right back. And I go out into the hallway. So you're stepping through the vault door again that is precariously held open. I'm going to be seen, right? I need dexterity athletics to determine if you are going to knock this thing free as you come through or not. That was well spent. Uh, That is four successes. There's a moment as the cage shifts a little bit. So far, you're okay. The two officers immediately draw their sidearms. Hold on. Who are you? Pulling my badge out. I am Agent Fletcher. Here are my credentials. Do not shoot. And he hands the credentials over to them and says, I am already got this handled. I need you to go back outside and keep anyone else from coming in. We have a potential terror attack occurring at this moment. You see the two officers look at each other suspiciously. One of them looks at you and says, how long have you been here? I just arrived. I'm trying to get the scene under control. Who called you in? We're the CIA. We know everything. Do you not think that we were monitoring this situation with this strange artifact? I need to give me that dice roll. I'm assuming this is manipulation subterfuge. Yes. That's six successes. They look at each other. You can see that they are really reluctant to believe this. It flashes in front of your eyes the amount of trouble that you've had with the police here. They're clearly in the pocket of the cult. Well, not sure who you think you are, but you're not going to be able to go anywhere from here. We'll go establish a perimeter. May I have my badge back? Agent Fletcher, you can have this back. Officer Dane, we'll uh, wait for you outside and you've got the situation under control. Perfect. Thank you, officer. They turn around. As the cops are going back towards the elevator, I would like to tell them, if you guys need to confirm my story, you may call Mallory Wright. Here is her number and she can confirm my story. We'll be in touch. They return to the elevator. You see them climb a rope that they've hung down through the hatch and they leave for the moment. And then I walk and go back and, hey, don't come back in here just yet. We need to get clear out of here. Okay. Jason, what are you doing? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I throw the hat at Tommy. <laughs> the fuck was that? 
I got my back turned. What are you talking about? Listen, it's a good thing you're in there right now. Remind me to beat your ass later. I got something to deal with. Yeah, big man talking out there, Two-Face. Uh, does the plinth look like it's bolted to the floor? Is it part of the floor? It's part of the floor. It's also black carved marble. I'm going to pick up the jug. Okay. And I'm going to throw it at that gold door. You hurl the jug at the door. The clay shatters across the wall. There's a moment when you see what looks like phosphorescent light in the air as it is destroyed and a spatter of blood is left behind on the door as well from the jug clearly filling up. Jason, you see that the large golden door, the mist billowing under it has begun to get stronger. I've got the golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go towards the door. So are you opening up the third vault door? Now I'm going to open the door. You go towards the door. Nothing hinders or restrains you. You are faced with a more ornate and more elaborate door than the two you've been through previously. But you see that there's a similar dial on this to put a code in. You have those codes with you. Are you entering it? Before I do that, I'm going to attempt to slake a hunger from the blood in the chalice. Oh my. As you slake a hunger from the blood in the chalice, you feel an intense sense of admiration for whoever's blood this was. I already had that anyway. That's the first level blood bond, right? Maybe. I also have resistance. <laughs> so they fade extra quickly, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of 14 days, it's seven days. But did I slake a hunger? Yes, you slake a <laughs> hunger. <laughs> you wanted me in here. <laughs> yeah, I want the power. It is not, unfortunately, Diablo, though you do temporarily gain a dot of blood sorcery. That's right. Now I'm going to open the door. Tommaso, Gordon, what are your wits and awareness pools? I've got five, and I've got instincts. So if you allow that, that would give me six. Okay, I would allow instincts for this. I've got five as well. Gordon, you're usually a pretty attentive guy. Tonight's been rough, though. You're hungry. You just told a really good story to the police, but not everyone in this city buys it. I need you to give me a roll of composure plus resolve. Gordon feels a spike as what feels like a sharp-edged object catches him in the side. He feels a jolt of electricity enter his body. Someone has crept up on him, and he realizes as he falls to the floor, body shaking, arms jerking involuntarily, he's gonna be down for a moment. Tommaso hears this happening, and he sees two suited men, hair slicked back, standing over top of Gordon's body, holding a taser with a cable running to him. What do you wish to do? All right, you're going to need to explain to me why you did that right now. They look at each other. They nod. The second raises his taser. We are entering into combat now. So his intention is to fire at you. What is your intention? My intention is to dodge out of the way. You will have all of the dots to defend with. Something that you have working for you is that because you're not taken by surprise like Gordon was, mm -hmm. you are in a lot less trouble. You get to roll dexterity plus athletics to dodge out of the way. Okay. 
That's only two successes. Tom is fast. He's really fast. But as he slips out of the way, Taser catches him in the shoulder. He realizes he's going to be down for a turn as well. The two figures look at each other. One looks at Gordon, drops down, and pulls out a short knife and slices it across Gordon's throat. That is two points of superficial damage. Tommaso, the other, steps toward you, obviously planning to do the same. Jason, the door of the vault opens up. On the other side is where we end the session. Jason, as the door opens, in the dim light emitted by the torches on the wall, you see a figure wreathed in shadow, seated in a wooden chair. And that is where we end our session. Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... Ben, playing Tommaso. I'm Nick, playing Jason. Josh, playing Clear Visions. Russell, playing Gordon. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. And also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, please feel free to give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. And we hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Game Night. Hey, um, old man, I think I need to borrow you for a second. Well, Tommy, what are you... Oh, no, what, what are you doing? And Tommaso shoves clear visions into the vault door. <laughs> <laughs>